0: What's a podcast? I like your show. How did I get here? Welcome to the Snipe Sports Show.
1: What we have up for the show today is the first half of the show. We're going to cover college football. We're going to discuss our top ten. You know, some Heisman watches. Maybe some um, give some pits for the conferences. You know, how they're going to turn out this year. Uh, then we're going to cover the Maryland Terps, the local team. Show the quarterback competition they're going to have, and just maybe seeing how Maryland's trying to hold themselves over until the 2016 class recruiting class comes in. And then second half of the show, we're going to go into some Redskins training camp. Uh, I'm sure anyone who watched Hard Knots showed uh, saw them on there, and just it just wasn't a pretty sight. Me and Brad watched some of it before we came in today, and it just well,
2: it didn't look pretty nice, did it? No, there's uh, lots of room for improvement. There let's is. just say that.
1: And then um, after the rest talk, we're going to get right into national talk. Uh, during the show, you know, sometimes we go over 8 o'clock. If we do, the skins start playing at 8 o'clock. We will give updates throughout the show, you know, maybe how RG3 does its first drive or not. So wherever happens during that game, you will hear it first right here on the Shipe Sports Talk. Yeah. So let's go off with college football. And I'm actually going to turn it over to Brad. Uh, we saw earlier in our programming when we first started, Brad was our college basketball expert. He's really been on college football. So Brad... I'm gonna let you take the segment on from here. So this is all you, buddy. College football. Here okay. we go.
2: Well, let's uh l- let us start talking. This, fellas. You know we we all have the top ten here. Uh, you know, kind of at at our fingertips. You know, let, let let's talk who you think possibly got snubbed. You know, and this is this is very very early. So, uh, you know, they just came out with this. You know, the the polls with the with the top ten ranking. Uh, you know, who do you think maybe should be in or should be higher? Uh, are there are there certain teams that you think possibly got snubbed out of the top 10 that deserved to be in or certain teams that uh, you think would have been, you know, should have been higher uh, that were possibly ranked a little bit low in the top 10?
1: Well, I I have one right off the bat for you. And I think Mississippi State was, um, I think, I think they're not even in the top 25. And I don't know how you can do that to a team that was, I believe, ranked one at one point last year. Them and Ole Miss were going at it. They fell apart towards uh, towards the end, but they have a Heisman quarterback candidate and uh, Prescott. You know he had a little off field incident, I guess. You know where he was sucker punched. It really wasn't his fault. He was just hanging out. But I don't even understand how you don't include him even in the top twenty five. I mean, they were dropped from the rankings of the last year from twelve to just out of it. I don't understand how you do that. Personally, I have them as number ten in my ranking just because of Prescott. The present he does. He's big. He's strong. Good arm. He can run you know he can do everything you want a quarterback and i think mississippi state i i really think they're low on this rankings and i think they got totally disrespected there
2: true i think a lot of people would agree with you uh, but let me let me ask you this do you think uh their collapse towards the end of last season you know after facing some harder you know harder competition had a factor in where they're yeah. placed this, you know. Of course, this year, of yeah.
1: course it does. Okay. Just, they're gonna be like, well, maybe they couldn't hang, but I feel like Prescott has another year under his belt. I mean, really, you know, he was rolling, yeah. And then, you know, I think it was his first year being a quarterback. You know, he was in the sp- like he was in the spotlight. And I feel like someone new to the spotlight's like, oh crap, you know, I have to perform. Maybe he was trying to overperform. And I feel like one year under his belt, I think he'll be even better this year and could be even in the top five in Heisman right off the beginning of the bat.
2: Well, yeah, I think they were a really young team last year, and I, I think they have a lot to prove after climbing pretty much to the top of the rankings last year, uh, and then then really, really falling off there towards the end. Um, you know, I think they they are going to come out with some integrity, especially not making the top twenty five. Um, you know, I, I think you're right; they they got a little snubbed, and, and I think they got a chip on their shoulder, and I think they have a lot to prove this year.
1: I, I hope they prove it. You know, I like you know a lot of people bag on the SEC; they don't like them or not, whatnot, but. The fact is, they have very good teams year in and year out, as you can see in this list. I mean, look, you got Bama, you have Auburn, Georgia. I mean, LSU. I mean, it go Old Miss. I mean, you have Arkansas. You have sits right there in the top twenty five. I mean, you, you you mean Tennessee. I'm sorry, you have seven the top twenty five for ESPN. You have Mississippi State, who's literally the first team that has ranks. I mean, you can go in the SEC all you want, but whether you hate him or not, they're going to be in the top twenty five week in and week out. And I think you know Mississippi State. That's what's probably you know I feel they should be a top ten team, but with all those other teams, I guess then you're right that it's hard to get there.
2: It is, uh, you know, and 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 I guess they're saying that those other teams proved more, um, you know, last year than than Mississippi State did. You know, let's let's move on. You know, is there a team or or, or coach? Do you think a team got got snubbed that that should have been in? You know, you agree with this about Mississippi State? What do you think?
3: Yeah, well, a little bit of Mississippi State, but I think. What you look at it is how they, like, well, okay, with the collapse in the second half. Either they didn't have what they needed to stay up in the elite ten or even in the elite five, uh, and that's what everybody looks at. Okay, and it's it's a it's a, I don't know. You just you putting a lot of burden on on kids mm-hmm. with with that, and I don't I really don't think it's really fair, maybe to them. Uh, I don't know what they have coming in this year. Uh, I haven't looked that much at the uh, SEC, but I, I I think that they're gonna be up there fighting, you know, in the top six teams in the SEC, okay? I, um, I just uh, you you just look at and 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 this is the way that and I say the pollsters go and everything. If they're they're on the bandwagon, one minute all oh, is the greatest thing, great, and then all of a sudden women hold it. Uh, 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 they become bandwagon jumpers. They're jumping off.
2: Oh, of course. And that's what
3: happened with Mississippi State last year. You know the wagons started getting uh, less occupied.
2: Touché. And, you know if they reel off four straight, that you know they may jump into the top fifteen pretty dang right. quick if everyone gets on their bandwagon again. So, uh, you know I guess we'll have to kind of wait and see no. with, with Mississippi State. There they're kind of a story to watch this year. Um, you know could be. Could be a really big contender, possibly in the SEC. You know, when you look at teams like like Auburn, who are are ranked up there in the top ten, Georgia mm-hmm. and Alabama could Mississippi State pop in there, scare these guys, uh, and possibly you know take the crown uh, in the SEC.
1: I'm glad you mentioned Auburn, and I think that's my I think overrated team is Auburn. Okay. I mean, they went eight and five last season. You lose your starting quarterback, they got to replace Nick Marshall. True. They have
2: a completely new new quarterback you have coming a new in. New quarterback, yeah.
1: and I mean. <sighs> Number sits, I think, is really high for them, and they finished eight and five. And I think the bit, I think the thing that scares me as a quarterback is you—you you have to replace Nick Marshall, who you know had some really great games for them. He, yeah. I think he was the one who took them against you know Alabama, beat Bama, the hail mary throw against uh, Georgia. So I mean, little yeah. little luck on his side, little but bit. I mean, it's a, it's a whole new quarterback, and also, um, I mean, you got Notre Dame who's up there who hanged Notre Dame. We found out towards the end of the year wasn't very as good as everyone thought they were I mean Mm -hmm. they may be different this year that you have them rank 11 whether it's too high or too low we'll find out during the beginning part of the season but everyone was like oh they could be national championship and you quickly saw that tumble down real quick quick. but I'm gonna go with the opinion that I think Auburn is ranked too high and um, Florida State at 8 I think they're about right with losing Jameis Winston but it's another situation where huh
3: now, is, go ahead. That's 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 probably the, the highest they'll get right now. It's another Fourth situation
1: later. where like you lose a quarterback and you're still ranked high. So you have to see who's gonna replace them. But I think I feel before you start making judgments on team being that highly ranked, like Oregon five, Mariota. That's a huge loss in Mariota. to Mariota. Bama they lost their quarterback. Blake Sims is gone. Yeah. I mean a lot of these teams. I think really if we all look at the top twenty five, the only thing I believe that we all agree on as a group is Ohio State is ranked number one because. Who do they
2: really lose? No, nope. I mean, virtually no one. You got to like their chances coming this season. Um, you know, they have so much returning power that, you know, drove them to the success they had last year. Uh, you, you know, and, and TCU, I guess, is the only other team that kind of has a lot of the returning power mm-hmm. that 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 they had last year. You know, Alabama's, you know, reloading running back and uh, quarterback, you know, constantly losing pros defensively. So they're going to have some, you know, some some huge defensive adjustments. Uh, you know, you just look at a lot of rosters, Oregon losing their, their stud quarterback. Um, you know, I think, yeah, Ohio State is definitely predominantly number one without a doubt. Uh, and, and I would think Well, TCU, they got 62
1: votes out of the 64.
2: Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't think that's a fluke. I, I, no. I, I think it's absolutely accurate. Uh, I don't
0: know. I think, do you guys have internet access? I think I'm dropping packets like crazy,
1: so I can't get to. The- Are we still live or no? It
0: looks like it's. I don't think
1: it's no, I just lost the feed. Yeah, I lost it. Hold on, let me see oh, no. We overloaded it. We overloaded. I have no internet assets whatsoever, even with the cord.
2: Yeah, I have nothing.
1: And we were on a roll. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Uh, sorry, we are temporarily
3: uh, out of uh, internet service. We will rejoin you in a few minutes. Please listen to the next homily. <laughs>
2: Uh, I just got a text. I just lost the stream at 710. Yep. Mine went too. Just my computer. 710. So we
1: literally just lost it. So at least they yeah. got everything that we had. Don't shut us down, guys. We'll still be back. I don't know. What's the. As we wait, enjoy the music from. I
2: mean,
3: your wireless yeah. went off too, right? Can you get anywhere? No. Okay.
2: We'll get some My cell stuff phone in wireless there. is up. No internet access. No uh, whatsoever. It says limited right now for for Mad Five BG.
1: <coughs> oh no. no! I have
2: nothing. I'm dead.
1: Yeah, my cell phone just went out. Well, that sucks. We're on a go- now. Now I gotta feel like we gotta regroup.
2: All right. Okay. That was good stuff, fellas. So yeah. We're, so so we're definitely targeting Auburn as as ranked a little high at a uh, eight and five record. Well,
3: let me see. Let me look at. Let me look at the my where Auburn.
2: Let's see here. Damn. Honestly, I think a sleeper this year in the SEC is going to be Arkansas. Really, well, Arkansas they has won so they, many. They games They have last been year. picked
3: in the top twenty-five in a couple polls. One poll had Arkansas.
2: Dude, they easily could have been nine and Where three. Is that? Like
3: one poll had Arkansas as high as ten.
2: Yeah. In the poll, they have the potential. They they just didn't close out any stinking yeah. games last year.
3: Well, the defensive side of the ball. It, they, yeah, TV that's working? true. It's bad. If uh, it
2: says see, it says limited for me, Paul.
1: I don't really have anything, and I'm connected through the thing. I wonder what happened. Well, me too. I mean, this is connected
0: to the wire too. So.
1: You reset the router, or yeah. Dang. So
0: how
1: do All we, right, so
2: we're we're gonna jump back on that. Let's let's target another team that we think is possibly ranked a little high. Uh, you know, I wish there was like a kind of a small school that was that was up there, like Northern Illinois. But but really, this looks pretty yeah. justifiable. What they said, I just think I think Auburn is a little bit high. I think that's that's a little outlandish. You know, maybe maybe we'll jump to we'll jump. I was to, gonna
1: to make a note about TC on how they have a little chip on their shoulder after they didn't make the playoffs. Uh, last yeah. year. We, we can talk about that, and then we'll get into Maryland.
3: See Auburn. <coughs> The, like the ones that they were ranked number 2 number 5 number 7 one poll actually had them at 18 yeah
2: that's that's and a little that more accurate and that may be
3: where they end up at but I
0: have no
1: idea internet's
2: out I guess I don't know what do you yeah. have Ryzen? yeah it never goes out. is it thunderstorming outside we just don't know <laughs> I don't know
3: but like you say, the little schools like Northern Illinois, the only, the only one I say in the top 20 is Boise. It, Boise. Yeah, Boise. But none of them are, you know. And that could be because they're, they're recruiting classes or what they had and what left. Now they're having to rebuild. Yeah. But Northern Illinois is always tough. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you want a game that, well, hell, it happened to Maryland a couple of years ago. They got Northern Illinois. at Northern Illinois get beat. That's when Ralph... I don't know if it was this last year, or the year before. Oh uh, yeah, it was, so last it was like four year. They got years beat, ago. yeah,
2: yeah. Mhm. Yeah, and we got beat by Marshall two years ago, and yeah, that was in the bowl game. Yeah, who we lose to mm-hmm. last year, Arizona State, but that was that really was not a fair matchup. Or no, Stanford. We played Stanford last year. Yeah, that was that fair. was bullshit. Mm-hmm. That we got mashed up against Stanford. I couldn't believe. It. I was like, man, what the?
3: Well, there, there's another team that so, some polls have them up at number four.
2: Auburn at number four. That's- no, Stanford. Oh, Stanford. Stanford. Yeah, Stan- Stanford was. I
1: don't see Stanford
2: in- are they even? Yeah, they're 15th. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I
1: got With them Louis down.
2: They're at 21st, yeah. They haven't
1: been the same since they lost luck. Yeah, well. Luck.
2: What do you, what do you expect? <laughs> are we on camera? <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Dang it.
1: We're off to a good start, too, I think. Yeah, but you, oh, you know, and, and Auburn may have reloaded. That's the first time I think that's ever happened
3: with it's the class hard. coming in this year. Yeah, they the could. right, and they can very well have reloaded. You have yeah, to look I mean, at their, you know, the office the, office the class Re- realistically. In. Yeah, I,
2: I need to I need to research Auburn a little better. Realistically, they they could have kept a lot of their stuff, which I think they did. I think mm-hmm. they still have their running back and receivers. I think they literally well, just have a you know question at quarterback. If you look, I think they pulled in a good kid.
3: You know, they have as a and watch Jeremy Johnson, the Auburn quarterback. Yeah. So yeah,
1: but they
3: haven't- evidently, they so. figure he's pretty good enough to be in the highs and watch. So there, and find out. You jump on the? Do you
1: have
2: it up on your phone? Can you like? Uh-
0: I'm
2: I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I just disconnected from the Wi-Fi on the. uh, uh I'm connected. It says I'm. Uh, still limited, though. It says I'm connected, but limited. There you go. Shipes is reloading.
3: i just turn my nope. phone off.
2: Nope.
1: DNS yeah, Pro finished. No internet. Hmm. Just crashed. We overload them. I don't know what happened. It's weird. Some of the sports show hacked your internet.
2: <laughs> yeah. Some of the YouTube shows saw us and they're like...
3: Yep. <laughs> this this, this can't go on.
1: At least we can say we had a good 10 minute show. <laughs> Post that on
0: YouTube. Wait, man.
1: Who? Wait, wait. Connected. That's no, 3G.
0: Yeah, there Yeah, we're so back up. Like it's All a right, we're back, we're back. So. All
1: right, let me know when we're broadcasting. We're I'll tell everyone.
0: I'm pretty sure we're broadcasting.
1: Are we still broadcasting?
0: <laughs> Let's see.
2: Okay. Welcome back to the Shy Sports Talk Show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> say yep.
0: something in the chat room if you can hear us now. Yeah, it looks like we're good. It's receiving now. Hey, we're back. Nice. We're back.
1: Are we back? And we're back. We're back.
0: Sorry. We're back.
1: Uh, apparently, the internet went down. Went down. We yeah. were doing so good that some other talk show just saw us and said, "Hap." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hap. The
1: entire internet went
0: down
1: for us. Okay, but we are back. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize for that. Um, if Uh-oh. you do, we right. went down again. <laughs> Can we go right back down. There's no picture. Come on. I, think, yeah, I think we're back. It looks
0: like it's
1: gone. Okay. Are we back? It looks like we are. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We had some internet problems. Um, if you do download our podcast, or Stitcher, all of that will be taken out when we do the editing. <laughs> yeah. This is what happens when you do a live show. People have problems. Even the big people have problems. Hey, didn't Disney World have a problem when they first tried to open? They did. Nothing worked. Yeah.
2: There you go. Nothing worked.
1: You see shows on, you know, on the radio that says, oh, we're, I mean, they're just, their phones don't work. But I mean, we had a whole internet meltdown. So <laughs> we're going to, uh, uh, we have a guy in the chat who said everything looks good now. So okay. good to go. Nice. We went from a couple people watching the one because they all thought we just went off the air.
2: <laughs> well, look. Let's get back to it then, Shai. One, oh, okay. other, one other thing I want to bring up <clears throat> is do you think that there's always like a high and a low? You know, nowadays in college football, you know, the standard is the SEC, you know, and everyone's trying to beat the SEC and that's kind of like, that's the go-to conference. You know, I, do you always think, I, I'm starting to realize that there's always a team that's ranked a little too high than people think and a team that's always too low uh, than people think. I You know, I, I just feel like, all the time there's that controversy in the SEC where it's like well, well they shouldn't be up there and this team should be you, you know and so you know let's let's wait and see i guess with some of these with some of these yeah. squads uh you know but but those are some some early watches is you know is Mississippi State going to step back up to where they were last year before they kind of fell off and is Auburn after going 8 and 5 last year really going to be a number 7 in the nation and you know and reel off you know 9 wins 10 wins um uh, and, and and really earn that spot that they've been given uh to start the to start the year. Another thing, let's talk about Heisman. Give me right now your top pick to win the Heisman this year. Shipe, go for it.
1: Me okay. Hold yeah. on, let me get yeah. to him real quick. I just had him at oh. Chubb from uh Georgia.
2: Okay, running back.
1: Um, Nick Chubb, um, you saw when, Gur- when Gurley went down, he really stepped up. I mean, he had um, 15,000 yards last year, just a little bit over that. 14 touchdowns. He was averaging 162 a game. And you look at the, the first half of the season when Gurley was there, he wasn't getting that much. But as soon as Gurley went down, you look at it, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He really only started seven games, and he came out with 1,500 yards. So can you imagine if he had a full season? And he averaged 162. So that was with... You know, rushing totals of like 10 of 34 and 32 yards, you know, the first couple of games. So can you imagine what the average would have been if he played the whole game? And I think, you know, I think it's time for a running back to get back up to that plateau. You know, we've had all these quarterbacks and everything, but I feel like this guy, if Georgia's going to win, it has to be this guy that's going to help them win. Okay. And I feel like he can. And I mean... With the full season, this guy could maybe go for maybe I'm gonna go ahead on a limb, maybe say 2,000, maybe 20 touchdowns. Wow! I mean, but mm. if you get I mean, just look at it, 14 touchdowns and only starting seven games. I mean, can you imagine what you can do with the
2: other five games that he could have had? True. Well, let me let me tread lightly with mm. this. Uh, I, I hear what you're saying, 2,020. You know, Paul, make sure to write down these numbers because we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna put you up on the spot here. Uh, mm. ju- just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I I just wonder. It's so difficult to stay healthy nowadays, especially in a very, very competitive, aggressive conference like the SEC. I mean, you look at Gurley uh, last year and, you know, he was the the top of the class and, and you, you know, you you think he was just going to run over everyone and, you know, he ends up getting hurt. Now, I'm not hoping that Chubb gets hurt. I'll, you know, knock on wood on that one. I hope the kid stays healthy. You know, I just, I just wonder running backs nowadays, it's so easy to get beaten up, you know, because you're taking so many shots, um, you know, I, I think it's harder and harder for running backs to win the Heisman, you know, because of some of the abuse that they take. And, and literally, you know, so, you know, sometimes you, you miss games and you, you just need time to get healthy. You know, you tweak an ankle, whatever the case may be. Uh, I just wonder if this kid's going to post enough games to put up those numbers. I hope he does. Hope he stays healthy all year. Uh, I just think that that's something to to kind of kind of make a mental note of. Is you know, as a running back. Can you stay healthy all year uh, and, and win the Heisman?
1: I mean, I see your point. I feel like if this kid does stay healthy all year, that I hope he does. I think he's a sure. I think he's a favorite to win the Heisman and maybe put up those numbers, like I said, two thousand and twenty. And it's not. And it's. I mean, it's not an unrealistic goal for, okay. for what he only did in seven games. All right. Very, Very and seven, You know, with only starting seven games, that's not pretty bad numbers. All right. And you got to think okay. the the five the first five games before that, the highest total he had was eighty. So he never really clips to 100, but once he got that role, he just went right with it. I mean, now, what someone would argue against me is, oh, well, he plays against a weaker division of the SEC, and there's your counter-argument that someone could do against mm-hmm. me. But you know what? I don't care who you play. You run for 2,000 yards, you're running for 2,000 yards.
2: Yeah, that doesn't accidentally happen.
1: No, I mean, mm-hmm. in either, any conference of the SEC, you're going to go against good defenses. So I think either way, I think he can put up those numbers. Um, but I mean, in terms of, I mean, there's a running back. But I mean, in terms of quarterback, if you want to, I mean, if you want me to pick also a quarterback who I think will be the top.
2: Well, do you think a quarterback's going to win? I mean, do you think a running back? You, you, you know, stick to your conviction here. You call, you take yeah. a running back, you, you take a quarterback. I'm going to take a
1: running back this year. I'm going to go okay. with something different from what's been winning. I think it's going to be a running back this year. All right, year.
2: I love it, Coach. What okay. do you got? Good.
3: Uh, I, you know, I was looking at two, but I like. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm starting to think I like this Ezekiel Elliott, the running back from Ohio State. Now I didn't watch a whole lot of Ohio State, you know, games last year. I guess I was busy doing some other things. But the, the, during the playoffs, you know, the college playoffs, I, you know, this this young man is pretty convincing. Mm-hmm. I mean, watching – and and he wasn't playing against any, you know, little sisters of the poor. You know, you're playing against the top four teams in the country. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I believe, you know, and, and again, you all get back to it, if they stay healthy. You know, it's a shame here in college ball we're talking about it's almost like the NFL, can they stay healthy the whole year? You know, but it seems to be getting that way a little bit. it's
2: getting that competitive. Right,
3: right. And if he can do that, and I'm sure he's got a a great coach up there in Urban Meyer who, you know, may ride the horse and go, uh, I think he has a good chance of winning the Heisman and maybe just barely beating out, you know, the Trevon Boykin from TCU.
1: Let's show the two games he did in the playoffs real quick, to where you could argue. Number for him. from Elliot, yeah. Okay. The two games against Bama and Oregon combined, for two games, four hundred and seventy-six
2: yards, six touchdowns total, or is that just rushing? That's total, rushing total, total rushing. total rushing. Total rushing. So not even uh yeah. no, four
1: hundred and seventy-six yards and six, uh, six touchdowns, all rushing. Right. Receiving, he only had twelve yards. So let's not even go. about he, oh, like, okay, he's, I was just no. He single-handedly beat Oregon yeah. by himself. Oh, I know. Touchdowns.
2: He he was averaging like. Forty yards a touch, I think, against Alabama at one point. Yeah, as soon as they, as cashing. soon as they went up right. against
1: Bama, they gave him the ball, and he said, "All right, my my turn. Yeah, I'll take over from here." Yep. And he did. And he, he did. did. He's single, he's the reason I think they want. I mean, because when you had to bring in Jones for his first game, you're like, "Crap, what can we do to help him out?"
3: Hey, there he is. He takes the pressure off the quarterback, makes it a little easier
1: for him. I mean, look the way he ended the season. He ended the season with two twenty against Wisconsin. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that was solid was- going against you know. Melvin Gordon, who on the other sideline is, you know, projected, you know, really, really high to be taken, you know, so he kind of made his own case. Hey, look, you know, I know you guys are, are high on Melvin Gordon right now and he's going pro, but no. Oh, hi, I'm over yeah. here too. Hi. Hey, yeah. Maryland held him to 139 at least. There you go. There's <laughs> a stat. Take that, Alabama. How's yeah. that we held him the 139. Right. Yeah, because yeah, only did. played one quarter played and they were five <laughs> touchdowns. Uh, okay. I'm, I like you I know what? I'm going to go against both of you guys and I'm going to go with... Uh, a quarterback. I'm taking. I'm taking Boykin. You know, I, I think the numbers he put up last year were were pretty impressive, and I think TCU is only going to get going to get stronger. Uh, I think he's going to put up some fantastic figures again, uh, and and I think he's going to edge out both of those guys. I think those are those are both great picks, uh, but I think I think Boykin's going to have just a, a little bit more in him this year to. To, to just seal it, you know, just get over the edge uh, and 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 be the one to win that Heisman this year. Now,
1: do you feel Blinken has a chip on his shoulder after they were bypassed during the playoffs last year? Oh, I think I think that whole squad, whole does. squad I, does.
2: I don't think you know. And, and honestly, I'll I'll put it into that whole conference. You know, I think I think Baylor was upset. Uh, I I think everyone in that conference who worked hard all year and didn't get a chance to have representation. In the you know the first college playoff, I think everyone in that conference is going to show up a little bit more fired up this year to mm-hmm. say, "Hey, look, you know." And I know they have their their you know championship game now, and they didn't have it last year, but still, you know, I think in terms of out of conference games, I think they're really going to gear up for their out of conference games and say, "Hey, you know, we all need to be be on our ball so we can show all these other conferences and all these other schools we should have had representation. We earned it. Um, you, you know, you look at teams like Texas, West Virginia, who they mm-hmm. all had solid years." Uh, and just, you know, didn't get any representation. I think everything from top down, they have a chip on their shoulder, yes.
1: Well, here's, let's go into TCU real quick. You know, we're talking about the Heisman. Since we'll be on TCU, do you think the Big 12 hurts themselves by not having the championship game?
2: Well, they do now. They, they the announced it there yeah. right now. But, but last year, I yes. think there's without a doubt that, yes. yes, that was the reason they didn't have representation, uh, that TCU or Baylor didn't get over the edge was just because, mm-hmm. Hey, look! You guys need to send someone from your from your conference. You can't send both. Like you need to make it so that you're gonna you're gonna send one. Uh, and and they didn't have that finalizing championship game in the Big Twelve that said this is our this is our stud, this is our horse. Go get them! Win that you know college right. college championship the, the playoff.
1: What do you think about the final game of the year where they have? TCU versus Baylor. You think that was? Do you think that was by coincidence? Oh, you those, mean for this year? This year they're the final no, game. You no, think it was by coincidence? No, no. no. They no set doubt. that up.
2: Well, no, yeah, they I, I'd that say up. definitely set up. And they got what Oklahoma, who's also ranked Oklahoma's, in the top twenty-five.
1: They play. Right. That's how they finish the season. They finish season: West Virginia, Oklahoma State, Kansas, then they go Oklahoma, Baylor.
2: Well, Kansas will be a nice little break, but actually, they may surprise people. But West Virginia is probably still going to be tough. I'm sure they'll reload nicely. I think OK State is, is going to be solid again. Uh you know, but yeah, with Oklahoma and Baylor coming down the stretch, I don't think that's any joke that, you know, they're like, hey, look, this, this is probably going to be the class of the conference. And if you get through them, you know, this is really going to act, you know, grow your accolades and really help represent yourself uh, in terms of getting an automatic bid in uh, to the, the playoff for this coming season.
1: I think that hurts what I think, in my opinion, what's going to hurt TCU and like Baylor is I was looking at their schedule is they don't play any marquee mashups outside their, Conference uh-huh. like you see, um, like Michigan State, they're going to play Oregon. So you know that's a marquee matchup. You know, you start off even Ohio State playing. You know, Virginia Tech. You know, Virginia Tech was the one team that beat them last season, well, and everyone wrote them off once they lost. I mean, I mean, honestly, after Ohio State lost Virginia Tech, did anyone really pay them attention? Let's be honest. No,
2: no, probably no one not. paid them any attention. Uh, but, you know, for for years now, let, let's give Virginia Tech their due for years. They've been, the you know, kind of the class of the ACC. I know. Well, before that, the Big East, they're the class of the Big East. And, and they were. Yeah. yeah with Miami. Uh, you know, so, you know, it's only been of recent years that, you know, maybe last two years or so that Tech has really fallen off, but not fallen off that much. It's not like they're, you know, winning only two games. They're, they're still competitive and. Uh, and and putting up fights and still finish in top four, you know, top three, top four in the ACC. So it's right. not like they're falling to the bottom of the ACC and they're and they're a laughing stock now. Uh, well, you know, they're they're it, still a quality program.
3: The big thing has hurt Virginia Tech ha- has been in their, uh, you know, running back situation. You know, kids that are coming in, uh, they haven't. I don't think they've had the quality of running backs recruited in the last couple of years that they've had the previous. Four, five, and six years. I mean, they put out some pretty good running backs.
2: Well, yeah, they had but Ryan Williams.
3: They, yeah, but they have been hurting the last couple of years at the
2: running back position. I'd say and quarterback. I mean, I don't know if they yeah. had quarterback. that. their last great quarterback,
1: I think, was go far as back as maybe Vic.
2: I would have to say have to go I mean, back
1: as Vic and maybe his brother. Yeah, his brother not as good, but still they put up numbers. I would
2: say him. his brother was 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 possibly just just as good in terms of numbers, but he had some off field issues yeah. and and just never really got it got it done. Uh, no. you, you know, and they rely a lot on Beamer ball. You know, they call it, which is you know great special teams and great defense. Right. You know, they just they you know their offense is just kind of
1: their defense is holding them in, but they just I mean, it's just it's their defense gives up one or two touchdowns, they're done. Well, that, their offense well, doesn't give well, them. Well, that's
2: anything. exactly it. They, you know, this is this is college football, and if you can't drop forty or fifty, mm-hmm. you know, get get out of the way. Like yeah, they, it's,
3: they, they've been, it's been kind of a, a melancholy offense at at Virginia Tech for the last couple of years. But, I, you know, I think with the, the the recruiting class this year and the verbal commitments possibly for next year, that I think they're getting back in the right direction with the type of people on the offense that they
2: need. Okay. okay. So, so let's get back to what we were talking about. All right. You think TCU is hurt by their soft, out-of-conference schedule?
1: Yeah, because you know the polls look at that. They always uh, do. Oh, they sure. always do. Yeah, always, they're going to they're look in. and be like, oh, you played Rice or you played I mean, them. What, what are you proving to me? I mean, anyone will beat those teams.
2: You know what? I, I agree with you, but I think we're going to, we're, we're going to see that trend a little bit more because now there's four teams that can get in, you know, before it was like, yo, if you have any blemish on your resume, you are, mm-hmm. you're, you're gone. You're you're going to be off. You're, you know, if you lose one game, you're pretty much eliminated. Uh, you know, now it's like, okay, you can maybe play a little bit of softer schedule and, and, you know, have, have one loss and, and you still have a chance to, to be selected. If you, you know, if you, if you really dominate now, Obviously, I still think they should you know, challenge themselves and play kind of a, a tougher schedule, but uh, I don't think it will hurt them in the long run if it says 12-1 and one next to their name. Right. I think you're in.
1: But the big difference that I do like about the Big 12 compared to the SEC as I look at Bama's schedule is as soon as they hit the conference of Big 12, you're playing someone in your conference. Bama, November 21st, plays Charleston South. Who wants to see Bama play a team like that at the end part of the season, like I like, why put Charles? If you want to do that, put Charleston South further up, and you know this. Unit what you know what to do is, you put Charleston South September nineteenth, and you put Old Miss at November twenty first. You want to make a good schedule
2: matchup, do that. Okay, I agree with you. So do That's, you do you think that will hurt Alabama coming down the stretch if they you know let let's say they slip up against Mississippi State and then you know beat. You know Charleston. Do do people kind of look at them and say, uh, well, they they you know they lost Mississippi State and then they had this cakewalk." So yeah, what, 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 what do we do with you? Where that week TCU has Oklahoma when they're playing Charleston. I mean, you want t- I'm gonna go with TCU. Well, okay, that well, that's that's what I'm what saying. I'm saying. So, I'm
1: saying like that's whereas TCU they don't play the strength in the beginning. They have all conferences and Bama. Okay, they play Wisconsin first week. But then you look at the second of the week last season, you play Charleston South. What are you proving to me down the stretch? Basically, it's almost like a game where. Let's get our starters some rest. Pretty Let's much. get them ready for mm-hmm. Auburn. I that, I don't I don't I don't like that.
2: Yeah, I personally don't like that either. You can't play a, an out of conference opponent that late in the season. I I think that is kind of ridiculous. And That's on top a, of
1: that, a Division a, two or something where you're going to beat them fifty to nothing, your starters will be out by halftime. Yeah, if
2: if not more. So uh, if your
1: starters are banged up or anything, it's like all right, cool. You guys can play half, and we'll give you the half off. You come out in a suit and tie or something. <laughs> yeah,
3: but that, that still gets back to you. You were saying Alabama playing them. It's they're probably what, a division two. That the is
2: it Charleston? I think they're one double A. One double A for Auburn. Auburn plays Idaho. One All
3: right, but it's, Idaho. you know, for, for, and, and don't take away the fact that they're playing a, a one double A team. <laughs> I say it's a money game for the one double A, and that's yeah. what they're looking at. When these schedules are made a couple years in advance, they'll look okay. There's an open date here. Wait a minute, we might be able to slide Alabama in here, and you know get some money for the program here cuz that's a, you know a big team and we can get it and that's why you're going to see some of these teams on the schedule
2: yeah, you're right. You know, but it's, but, but and, and I agree with you, Coach. But we're, what we're just talking about is how does that make these teams look? You know, if if TCU is playing kind of soft, soft teams early, and then coming down the stretch, you know, some of these SEC squads have cu- cupcake games. You know, a game away I'm looking from at all your,
1: the SEC schedule, all of them have a cupcake game towards the end of the season. Okay, don't don't give me a good game and then like like oh let me go play a. Uh, so if we play Charleston South and just beat up on them and feel good about ourselves when we play Auburn. How that doesn't even help a team because, it, like, you just did a walk and You have to do Auburn, so like you have to get your mind shift from a soft team to where, oh crap, you know we play Auburn in five days. Let's get going. You know, I think it's kind of hard to get your mentality switched real quick because you come from a soft team to where well. to where someone like TCU, you're going to be going hard the whole five seven weeks because you got to play teams. It's not where you can take a break. You keep your kids going, keep them moving. Yeah, okay. you know, you don't get the break, but your kids are gonna stay focused to where you play the one soft game. It's like, eh, it's just a soft game. Who cares?
3: All right. So who sure. do they play after Charleston South Alabama? Auburn.
1: Okay. So here he, he,
3: here's what happens sometimes, okay? They're gonna play Charleston South on a Saturday, right? Monday, Tuesday, okay, they'll put in the game plan for Charleston South. Now, they've got that in, they'll go through the walkthrough. Wednesday, Thursday. They're looking at, at Auburn. They're going to start putting that game plan in. So you got two game plans. You know what you're going to do against Charleston. And and don't get me wrong. I'm not bad-mouthing the, those young men down there. you bigger. You'll push them around. What, like, <laughs> and, and so that's civil. So you've already started putting your game plan for Auburn in, which you're going to have next week to put it in. So now you have a day or two to start looking at that because you've got your game plan in for the, for the D- 1AA team. You know what you're going to do.
2: So, do you think and this plays? Th- do you think this plays more to TCU's advantage if 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 Alabama's schedule coming down is softer, but they have more rest in order to prepare for the SEC championship and that big game against Auburn? Or, you know, do you think Alabama is favored, you know, by having this rest? And do you think it plays better for them, you know, better in their hand by having that chippy game and they can kind of rest up and and prepare even more? For what could be a very big matchup against Auburn, which it usually is. I'm gonna say it favors
1: the, the Big 12 because okay. um, mm-hmm. Baylor has TCU than Oklahoma. So the week they played um, TCU is a week that Georgia, I mean, excuse me, Alabama plays uh, Charleston South. So let's say by some meaning it's one Alabama, two Baylor. And let's say TCU is also in the top five. Okay. You're gonna see Baylor, the number two team, beat like a number five team. If, 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 I know, I'm saying if. Oh, okay. We're going with ifs here. Something yeah. like this happens. You have Bama, okay, they beat Charles and South. If I'm a voter, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it to Baylor this week. They just beat a top-five team. You know, Why am I not going to give it to them? And it
2: would just depend on how close that that one-two spot already is. Yeah, but let's say they were really
1: close. Let's say Baylor just blew TCU out of the water. I'm going to give it to Baylor. It's okay. like, I'm like, look at the schedule. They just played TCU. They played Charles and South. What did you just prove to me? Nothing. And then Baylor goes and play Oklahoma. That's a pretty good, you know, bat-to-bat games. Yeah. But then it comes down to, okay, Alabama, let's say, you know, they get through Auburn. And then Bama has the extra game in the title game. And there's where the bit twelve is like
2: Well that's crap. Th- that's it. If TCU is finishing right. their season against Oklahoma and Baylor, and then possibly Oklahoma again, like that's that's three pretty dang rigorous games before you even go into the college football mm-hmm. playoff. You know, so so really who 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 has the upper hand here? Who is it really favoring? You're saying TCU. I'm saying possibly Alabama, because you know, they they know they can kind of rest that that one week, uh, you know, and, and it's not Three straight tough games. It's you know it'll just be two tough games that they need to muster up before the before the playoffs begin. All
1: right, we can discuss this
2: all that I know. we this want. On all that is going
1: on, on. We're actually going to move on from this. We had, I think there was a great discussion on yeah. the top twenty-five and everything. We're going to move on to the local team that I think a lot of people want to hear, and that's Maryland Terps. Yes. Who, everyone. last year we can all say sh- I almost want to say shocked the Big Ten. They finished at seven and six. They went four and four. In the Big Ten, three and three in theirs. You know they went zero and two against top twenty-five, but I mean their top twenty-five matchups were Wisconsin, Michigan State. You know you had Ohio State in there somewhere. So I mean, what did you think was going to happen against those teams? I mean they played Michigan State pretty tough for the first two quarters, and then Michigan State, as the better team, advanced on. But yeah, the big question with Maryland this year is what we're going to have is the losses on offense. You lose your top two receivers and Didson Long. You lose your top passer CJ Brown. And then you lose your top rusher in CJ Brown. So you take a big hit on offense. And then the quarterback controversy we had this guy, uh, I'm looking over there, Garmin come in from Oklahoma State.
2: Uh yeah. Mm. And then
1: um then you have Caleb, Cale Caleb. Caleb going at it. And me and Brad have both discussed, you know, this week that, you know, that one of those two are gonna win the job this year. I think Garmin maybe has a little slighter edge. I think he's better more of the pure passer type than what they're looking for, I believe. Yeah. But the thing is, I think for Maryland, they have a great 2015 class. But if you look ahead to Maryland to next year, their 2016 class could easily be ranked in one of the best, in the, not you know not the best in the nation, but with the people that the pieces they have coming in, to where I think the quarterback situation, these two guys are just holding over this position for when the true guy comes in. I believe in 2016. Um, go ahead. I was going, to go, Brad, your thoughts on Maryland?
2: Um, yeah, we're you know. I applaud the effort that they gave last year. You know, we really, really should have finished the season eight and five. We we, we should oh, have Rutgers beat hand. Rutgers. We were up like thirty, and that that was just. I mean, that that's just possibly exhaustion, poor coaching. That that just it simply can't happen if you want to try and grow a program. You know, you need to be able to put the dagger in people's you know in their in their chests and finish those games out when you're already stomping them. Uh, you know, so that that was kind of disappointing. But you know, I saw a lot of good things from Maryland and and. and some of those losses, I mean, losing Diggs and Long, uh, you know, that's don't gonna forget be tough. about
1: Leak, they also lost Leak, who was a big target for them as well for Browns. Well, yep, Leak. sure,
2: you're right. I mean, we lost a lot of uh, of wide receiver targets. You know, we we we're gonna have to revamp a lot. And you know, I, as much as I hate to say this, I don't I don't look for much from Maryland this year, unfortunately, simply because I I just think you know as a program that is still trying to really really you know initiate themselves especially in a conference that is more geared towards football than the ACC was. You know, I, I don't see enough talent coming back in this year to replace a lot of the stuff that we lost. And, you know, if, if we can finish 500, I, I, I would be very, very happy about that. Um, but I I fear that, that we're probably going to be, you know, right around 500 or just under, um, you know, and really going to have to just wait until, 2016 season uh, you know I just I, I, I'm i cheering for my boys but I just don't you know I don't know if we can replace everything that we lost
1: I hate to say it but we're waiting for Haskin to get here
2: that's it that's what it is yeah. we're waiting
1: for, Haskin is the he's a, he's an in-state guy he plays at Bullis he's a number two ranked pocket passer in the country and he also can move his legs as well
2: yeah he's you know, and, I, um, I think he's more geared towards arm but he I think yeah. he can move fine so that's
1: really, I think what this is, is that the 2015 season, you know, it will not go what you know, turf people. They may have a little bit more expectation than what maybe Maryland will do because everyone who lives in Maryland, we're always going to say we're going to do better than what we are. But I think really this season is about just getting through it, try to stay healthy, make sure no one gets any serious injuries, and get ready for these guys to come next year. I mean, you're going to have Brandon Walsh coming back to running back. You have Wes Brown coming back. They do have key. You have the kicker, Brad or, is that what you say? Craddock,
2: Craddock, the Australian, yeah. who's he's, he's the best kicker, the best kicker in, the, in college. He's the best kicker mm-hmm. in college. I thought, I thought he was going to leave. I was he'll like, be, man, he'll this be in the is, NFL. Yeah, he'll be in the NFL, yeah, but, so. he'll be there Sunday. Uh, yeah.
1: The big yeah. loss, I think, is their offensive line. They, they only have one returning guy from the front seven back, so that's going to hurt.
2: But we did pull in a couple, a couple good. We offensive did, line. but mm-hmm. there is yeah.
1: one guy, um, Adam McLean, who was a freshman, injured himself the first day of spring. He's mm-hmm. out for the year, so yeah, that's going to hurt. Yeah, that hurt. But I think, I think Maryland's going to do fine this year. I really like them. Um, I have them finishing seven and five. I'm giving them a little okay. above above average thing. Um, I really think also think last well, year they got screwed in the bowl game playing Stanford. Yeah, that was, a, that was that was mm-hmm. that was a tough
2: matchup but, for Maryland last year.
1: Like I I I don't think they're gonna be great this year. I think mostly Maryland fans are gonna have to realize, yeah, we have a great class, but just hold off on Maryland, maybe being a top twenty-five team, wait till next year and you're gonna see something special in college See, That's really the year. thing.
2: If I if I can if Maryland can go seven and five, I can see them finish six and six. Uh that would make me feel good if we can bring in some key parts to, you know, 2016 season to jump to eight and four, possibly nine and three. I, you know, I'm just throwing that out there. You know, if we can weather the storm and still be seven and five, still be six and six after losing digs and long, you know, and our, our you know, our starting. Well, this quarterback. is what helps
1: us out is is you see the top teams like Michigan State, Penn State, you know, maybe Penn State with their quarterback situation, Ohio State. They're losing a lot after this year. I guarantee Ezekiel's going to the draft. Chandler Jones or JT Barrett, one of them are going oh, to the draft. Cardell.
2: Yeah. Cardell. I'm yeah. sorry. Cardell.
1: Yeah. Uh, Bradson Miller will probably go to the draft. Um, Cook for I Michigan think. State's going to the draft. Yeah. He'll be gone. So you're going to see this year, those guys. From Penn State. Yeah. All those guys are going to fight it out. Maryland, you know, will creep down there. But next year, when they're all gone, it's like Maryland's chance. All right. They've lost a lot of people. You know, I mean, I know they're bringing in people, but we're bringing in people too. Let's jump this ship because I feel like. Two thousand sixteen will almost be like a rebuilding year for the Big Ten. I, I Everything will be different about the Big Ten. All the teams will have new quarterbacks, new players. So really, you know, Maryland, you know, just get through this year, be happy what you got, and just wait till next year, because next year I think will be special in College Park.
2: Yeah, I think everyone has their eyes kind of towards two thousand sixteen season. Um, you know, best of luck to the seniors this year who are gonna play their, you know, play their butts off. Uh but I think, you know, most fans' eyes are gonna be looking towards twenty sixteen season. I am true.
1: I mean I'm sure. I'm gonna admit as a Maryland fan I'm looking towards And, and no, reason not,
2: no reason not to. That quarterback that we're getting is probably our best quarterback we've ever had commit to uh, to you know to the right. university.
3: I think he's ranked number 1 in the area. Oh, easily. for that. I just I, I tell you what I like about about Maryland is is the way Randy Edsall is uh and I've says being a being a a coach in Montgomery County, he's trying to pull a lot of kids from this area. Mm-hmm. And I I think he's doing a pretty good job of it. I mean, I'm looking—class of 2015, okay? I I looked at 19 of the kids that are, uh, you know, in in that class that came in. And 11 of 19 are from Maryland, Virginia, or D.C. He's getting—trying to work at getting the best talent. And we do have talent in this area. Oh, tons. To stay. In this area, mm. and and attend Maryland. It used to be, and, and a lot of kids would look. Oh, I played here at the high
2: schools in the county. Do I really want to go to Maryland? I want to move somewhere else. Well, true, Ho- and hopefully Diggs, who's right. now with Minnesota, right, started a really nice trend. You know, I you know, I'm hoping that you know us getting the quarterback and possibly getting Diggs' brother in 2016. Right. Right. I, I'm hoping in. this is going to be a great trend for people in the area who you know maybe who were overlooking Maryland are going to be like, you know what. Let's yep. give it a shot. Everyone else is, you know, everyone else is giving it a go, and plus I got some sick jerseys. So well,
1: that kid is number twenty three in the nation, by the way, Haskins. Haskins, yeah, one in this area. Uh, but but you
3: know, I look and, and you look like like Haskins. Okay, he he looks like verbal commitment to Maryland. I don't yeah. know if he's in it yet, but he'll. She's going to end up there. But you look, it looks like it's some of the verbal commitments here for, for them in two sixteen. It almost is looked like like package deals, you know. I'm that's looking that's here, exactly and, and, and possibly, be. you know, uh, and these kids that are going to do verbal are, know each other, have uh, gone up against, you know, each other, and and you know they they talk back and forth. So you get Haskins in, and there's a a, a good wide receiver
1: from uh, Dematha. Okay, we also have the offensive lineman from Dematha right. now, um, Terrence Davis, who's now looking. At Maryland, because a lot of his buddies right. at Dematha are coming here. Yeah, now. all coming. Mm-hmm. Tino Ellis, the wide receiver, is coming here. So now it's like, yeah, you know, Ellis. One. You know, he's probably going to be like Davis. Come with me. You know, come,
3: D- come D- with me. DJ Turner, wide receiver from Dematha. You know, and it's, it's, it's like these kids. You used to say Dematha always, you know, used to have a lot of kids go to Division One, mm-hmm. but they were going to Division One away from Maryland. You might get one in there, but it wasn't like in your top five. You know, at the math or, or even, and I'm going to go to to the uh, public and county schools. Okay, it looks like you're you're starting to get those top players mm. actually looking, and looks like they're giving Maryland a chance. A- and that's that's what I I like about you know things are going down there for Maryland right now. You know, I'm looking at their their schedule. I'm looking at I'm going to be wishy washy. You know, it looks like a seven and five schedule, maybe six and six, but you know, I, I haven't looked up. I don't know how good Bowling Green's going to be this year. Central Florida. But if if you were to say, okay, you're a real Maryland fanatic. The first five games, you're looking at, you know. Four and one. Four and one. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Michigan there at number five. But who knows how they're going to be this year with the, with the new head coach, Harbaugh, up there. They mm-hmm. were struggled last year. Okay. And, you know, they beat Penn State last year. They get to play them at MT Stadium. So that'll be a big game. All right, which which we'll get back to, hopefully they'll get that back to not a one-sided rivalry. and you know it'll be going back and forth, and hopefully Maryland gets the upper hand. So you know, I, I think they're doing good down there, getting these players in, uh, or tr- you know trying to get them in and these verbal commitments and all this. you know, uh, like I, I look in you know next year or two, cause you know you get this good class, these verbal commitments. if they come in in two thousand and sixteen, now you're looking at the juniors. Mm-hmm. They're saying, "Hmm, wait a minute. Okay, I I played with him. I played against him. He he's a he's a great you know player, student. You know what? It may be nice you know for us to be playing together. Yeah. And you're great athletes. And I, I just think Maryland's doing you know Edsel's doing his, the, the best he can
2: to to get uh you know the the good players, the star players out of this area. Well, sure. Not that I want to get off topic, but right. I think the whole athletic department of Maryland is doing a pretty, right. pretty, pretty darn yes. good job right now. With you know basketball being good, lacrosse being very good, uh, you know, and, and hopefully football being able to pull in some some popularity, pull in some recruits, you know, and make some noise in 2016.
3: Yeah, and I think the Big Ten has a lot to play into this. Them being in oh. the, in, in the Big Ten, yeah, you I, can associate really a lot of I, it with that. Sure. You know, at, at first, I didn't like it. I go, "Oh, what, what the hell are they doing?" Or whatever. But you know, now that you're seeing the, the programs coming up, like the basketball and all it's, the—
2: It's starting to make sense now. Know,
3: lady programs and oh, stuff. Sure. It's, Female basketball, you know,
2: women's is doing great.
3: It's, they're, they're doing a great great thing down in Maryland, mm-hmm. getting things coming. Mm-hmm. So that's it. I'm done.
1: <laughs> all right. But obviously, throughout the season, we're going to keep going about college football. We're reviewing the top games every week, yeah. discuss them a little bit more. You know, we'll keep on on Maryland. Every week, we'll recap Maryland. Uh, we're going to shift gears from college football over here to the NFL— uh, we do have some games going on right now, actually. We got some preseason games. You know, I don't know about you, but I love preseason games. I love seeing the rookies the second year, the third year, people are trying to prove themselves. So mm-hmm. You got the Ravens are up seven nothing right now over the Saints. You have the Lions up seven nothing on the Jets. And I don't know, hopefully there's no broken jaws down there during the game. Hey, did you see uh, RA one? <laughs> I know I know
0: we switched uh, gears here, but did you see James's question there? Uh so he says, James and then the second says, do you guys feel the move to the Big Ten will be beneficial in regards to championship hopes as well as recruiting?
2: Championship hopes in terms of in terms of football, that's, you know, that that that's really hard to imagine for Maryland. But, you know, I I, I really hope so. Obviously, that has to be the end goal. Um, you know, you can't just settle for mediocrity. Yes. And you know, we, we want to win the championship. And 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 I think. The, the kids that are coming to the university are trying to pull in even more talent saying, Hey, look, we really are building something here. Like come here, let's really, really make some noise. Uh, and, and I think the big 10 is, is a big influence. I think our goal is set on, you know, being the champion of the big 10. You know, I know that's very, very hard to accomplish, you know, especially for a school like Maryland that, that isn't necessarily geared around football, but there's no reason they can't be.
1: Well, you look at all of Maryland sports and, you know, except for basketball and football, I mean, they pretty much dominate. I think, in soccer. Maryland's always dominant. Sure. The Bittons, Maryland. Sure. The women's basketball team came in and won the Big Ten last year. Yeah, very and, first.
2: And men's finished second. Men's yeah. Finished, yeah.
1: Men's, you know, easily could have won their division. Like so I think. Ranked number one this yeah, year now already. We're number one, so. so I think in terms of recruiting, it helped out, though, because a lot of people were like, ooh, now I can go play in the Big Ten. Now, I think the ACC, you know, they still have their teams, but I think in terms of recognition, I think the ACC was starting to go I say down a little bit in terms of almost a little bit of football. Cause you always have Florida state, you know, you have teams like Virginia tech or something, but some of them are losing their steam. Like Miami isn't the same powerhouse as they used to be. They're not the same prestige as they used to be. Oh. Sure. In terms of basketball though, for the ACC though, know, you're always gonna have Duke, North Carolina teams like that. But I think the big 10 still has really good basketball teams, as well. Wisconsin. Well,
2: sure. But I, I think James was mainly referencing football, uh, you know, Great question. Thank you for commenting, James. And uh, you know, feel free. Anyone yes. else, you know, give us some give us some comments, ask some questions, and and we we'll, we we'll love to discuss them. Uh, but you know, I, I think the championship football to win the Big Ten, that's that that's got to be several years down the road. You know, we're excited about this 2016 team, and we hope they make some noise. But are they going to be able to edge out Urban Meyer and Ohio State with whomever they may have coming back? You know, it, it may take them one or, you know, this 2016 class, one, you know, maybe two years to really settle in before they can, you know, you know fully, fully compete right. with some of the elite three or four teams. years
1: away. I get Maryland football three or four
2: years. And I think if they keep, I, I would say to have our best chance three yeah. or four years to really help grow the program right. consistently winning like nine games, you know, trying to build something like that in order to be competitive enough to give yourself multiple chances at winning it because, it, you know, it's hard to just say, hey, this is going to be, be our year and we're just going to come swinging up out of nowhere and all of a sudden win it. No, I think you hang around the top for a while and then, you know, then you strike by getting just that one extra piece, that one extra running back, that one extra, you know, linebacker, wide receiver, whatever the case may be. You know, so I think it is it is a couple of years down the road for Maryland, but I think that is their end goal uh, and, and we just need to see. You know, them stay competitive and be able to you know right. climb, climb, climb and and start hanging with the top competition.
3: That, that's the key. Stay competitive with what you have until what
2: you need is there. That's it. Exactly.
1: All right. Well, once again, James, thank you for the question. Yeah. Always Great we question. want you all to interact with us. So now we will jump ship to the NFL. <laughs> again. Real quick score updates. Ravens are up seven nothing. Flacco and his one drive went five for six for thirty-three yards. Um, the Packers and Patriots are tied. Aaron Rodgers right now is four for eight for 41 yards. Lacey, Terrible. Lacey has five rushes for 36 yards. That's a pretty good average for Kerry. Uh, yep. Nelson, two receptions for 25 yards. Tom Brady's 0 for 2. He's probably still having some jet lag from coming to court.
2: I think those balls are probably too deflated. Okay, I, uh, I didn't mean to say that. I didn't. So yeah,
1: how many, yeah. uh, how many uh, like drives or
0: whatever you think they're going to be, like the starters? Well,
1: Rodgers is on his second drive. Usually they only do one, but I guess they put Rodgers out there. He just threw another one complete, so he's five for nine today. But normally the starters will go one drive. Some may go a full quarter. depends yeah, on what the coach depends on what yeah, the drive co- consists of. Like, I'm right. sure we all agree here. RG3 should probably go for a full quarter.
2: That's tr- uh, Yes, he should. Brad? It depends. If he's taking hits, I say get him out of the game. <laughs> well, now. I mean, that, he's not that's taking That's the him.
0: thing with him
3: is that so every he's time he's not
2: taking hits. Yeah, every time he's on the field, it, you're, it, you're it, just like. If he's oh not my God. taking hits and and the offense isn't flowing, of course, you want to see him get more reps. But if he's getting put on his butt, I, I want to see well, him on no. the bench.
1: You got Bradford, it's two for two for 57 and a touchdown. Golden Tate, two receptions for 57. So it seems like and Golden Tate. Stafford and Tate yeah.
2: could be a nice yeah, little. It could be sleeper, sleeper, um, fancy wide receiver, Tate.
1: Yeah, take the man who uh, caught the touchdown interception <laughs> that Hail Mary game? Yeah, uh,
2: <laughs> that was so long ago. That was like starting Seattle's run of whatever. You want that kind of did get yeah. them going. I mean, seriously, it oh, did. The, yep.
0: the chat room is blowing up on RG3. Not blowing up. But oh,
1: that's...
2: Yeah, all day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the real question is RG3 is will – Yeah, he's going to play tonight, Stan. Don't worry. He will play. But uh, it depends on how long he plays for and before he gets hurt or something. I mean, God forbid. You no, know, I mean, remember what last year? He played Cleveland. He thought it was a good idea to get pinballed around against them, which was,
2: you know, honestly, I I know there's going to be a lot of eyes on RG three, and there constantly will be all season. But right. I, you know, this our defense is completely reloaded. Like I really want to see how dominant our defensive line can be this year and, and Cleveland has a, a pretty good, good run game. You know, Just, they, they got Isaiah Crowell, who, who, you know, who's a bully, Terrence West at Towson, shout out Baltimore area. Uh, you, you know, they, they have a the ability to run the ball pretty well. Uh, so I want to see our, our front, you know, our front seven really hold them to not a lot of rushing yards, you know, for, you know, for really the, the first quarter until, until we you know kind of get substitutions in. But, but my eyes are more on this defense because we were terrible last year. I mean, absolutely terrible defensively. Uh, so so yeah, we'll be watching RG three, but but you know let let let's let's keep eyes on that defense and see if we're we're looking like we might not finish last in defensive statistics this year.
1: We can only hope. But let's go over, I uh, real quick. So we're we're going to be talking Redskins for the next couple, maybe five ten minutes. Let's talk about the hard Knots episode where HBO mm. just wanted to cover everything where the Redskins just looked like crap from the very beginning. When JJ Watt gets there, you look at the line. it Looks like the guy was drunk. It literally looked like he was drunk when he made that line. It was so. I mean okay ca- who cares I know okay okay but we're talking about
2: sidelines come on i okay, okay, yeah, but but worried come on, man. not worried about that they're, they're, but the I'm ground not, I'm was talk- wet
1: I'm talking about the facility there let's, but let's just go with that's supposed to be a state of the art facility yeah but apparently but let's go look at the way they performed in camp and yes it's J.J. Watt but he made I mean, he just, I mean, it's J.J. Watt. I mean, he made everyone look bad, but even the defense looked bad. Houston Texans were just running.
2: Okay, J.J. Watt's like, he was, was upper was, MVP last year. I was, I was about to go, was probably say. He's a bear. I was about to say Houston's
1: offense was just making quick work of.
2: Okay, that, that that's true. I mean, even yeah.
1: before D. Hall got hurt, I mean, he was getting burnt by Hopkins. And then D Hall decided he wanted to say something to Hopkins and Hopkins made him pay pretty badly.
2: Dude, this is this is all training camp stuff that yeah. that doesn't mean anything. You're, you're weighing way too heavily into this and you're just trying to jaw at the Redskins <laughs> and trying to pull them aside and put them in the corner and slap them around a little. You
1: bit. You don't take what they how bad they look during those three days in consideration at all.
2: Yeah, I, I say that's good tape to learn from. Well, let's hope they learn because their well, defense looked
1: horrible well, the first day. Us
2: to come out looking like the Patriots, looking like Super Bowl champions? No, we finished the season terrible last year, and and we have a lot of things to learn. So it's you know it, it's good to see it on film, so you could be like, okay, well, th- you know, this is really where we're struggling. I don't think it's possibly any kind of indication of what's going to happen this year. You think we're all just going to be falling on our butts and getting ran over? No, it's, I com- I completely disagree. Sure, that wasn't a, a good representation of. Uh, of who we are in Redskins football. but you know, let's let, let's slow the roll on 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 you know you kind of making us look like the ugly duckling in the NFL, all right because I'm kind of offended by that a little bit.
3: yeah well, let's let's say this. What do you have an eighty five man roster in camp? Is 90, that what it is? ninety, 90. okay, nine I'm five off. okay, big deal. But anyway, you, you're trying to set your roster. so you you know I don't, I'm not I don't know who it was or whatever. I don't know who was against J.J. Watts or whatever. but you can this guy block? Okay. Can no one, he blow DJ no Yeah, we know the yeah but I've got to look for I'm looking for my starting five and the couple guys or whatever I need a reserve. Now, if these guys in camp are getting blown all over the place, maybe I'd be never need to look somewhere else sure. to bring somebody in. So it's looking at what you have, what you
2: need. And do I need to look elsewhere? You know what? Come five minutes, so, Shy when the skins kick off. I'll I'll let you know how I feel after watching a quarter of their uh well let's go off of their offensive first team line play. and
1: okay. I want to ask you because you weren't here last week what do you think about Sheriff moving to guard and Moses moving to tackle? Because obviously they had to see something in Moses, because I'm sure you can agree when Moses played last season, it was it looked like watching a high school player play against NFL level teams because I mean he I mean I know he was a rookie last season, but I mean he blew a lot of assignments and he almost got the quarterback killed against Seattle. Granted, it's Seattle, but what do you think about this move? Do you think, you know, I mean, people are saying everywhere on the radio, online, TV, that if they draft a sheriff to play guard, it was a waste of a pitch now because then you can get a guard anywhere. But what do you think about this move? Do you think in the end will work out for them?
2: You know, here's the thing. I, I think realistically, when we drafted sheriff, I think he can be just about anywhere. You know, I don't think he's just a specialist where it's like, I have to be guard. I I think this guy is great at blocking. I think he's smart. I think he can, you know, he can, he can run through plays and and he can move and and get downfield and make blocks. I think he can do a lot of stuff. Uh, And so at that position, you know, when we had that pick for what our team needed, I think we need a versatile offensive lineman like that who really is a stud. And and I think he will be. And I know J.J. Watt pretty much picked him up and tossed him, you know, into the stands, um, you know, during, during the hard knocks. But, you know, I, I think he'll get better. He'll get stronger. And, and, and I think he'll be okay and and Moses still has you know he still has room to grow too. We need right. Williams to stay healthy. You know I, I think the potential is there. The you know the groundwork is there. We just need to kind of see it come to fruition. You know we need to see some of this you know some of this stuff start taking place, and and, and then RG three can start becoming more comfortable, and then our offense can start flowing a little bit more. You know and and so really tonight, and all throughout the first couple of games of the of the you know of the regular season, you know we need to see this offensive line being able to. You dominate a little bit more, or at least dominate a couple drives, so that our offense can do something.
1: Right. All right, well, let's talk about RG 2 real quick. Everyone's talking about him.
2: I gotta go. What? <laughs> you know, <we're> talking
1: <laughs> about him. What are you expecting for him this year? What do you think will happen? If let's say the O line, let's say works out, mm-hmm. do you think we'll see a 2012, or do you think that was a once one time thing? To what he did in 2012.
2: Hmm, that's a good question.
0: Hey, will this season determine? Like if it's if he does great, then fine. If he doesn't, is there hope for
1: him after? This I mean, season? people were saying, "Are oh, Jesus?" They were calling him Gandhi for God's sakes okay. on the radio.
2: I I think the way this offense is set up, I, I do think it has the potential to be similar to like it was in 2012. I mean, you look at the the receivers that we had in 2012 it's nothing compared to what we have now. Like, like realistically it, it, it isn't, uh, you know, we still have Alf Morris. We still have RG three who are big, huge components of our ability to run the football in 2012. And you know, we got Garcon who's still on the team, but now we have Jackson, you know, we have this electric player, just get him the football. You know, he can, he can beat you downfield. He can beat you on slants. He can beat you on just little, you know, screen plays. He does virtually anything. You know, we got a, a pretty sure handed Andre Roberts in the slot, you know, mixed up with Ryan Grant, uh, and possibly Crowder. If you, you know, if he really matures, you know, let's, let's wait and see, but our receiving core is way better than it was in 2012. Uh, you know, and I just think we need our offensive line to really, really step up in order for this offense to thrive. Um, and, and so I, I think RG three could return to form if we can see this offensive line blocking enough for him, you know, being able to, to get Alfred Morris running, you know, three and a half yards per carry, you know, something around there again, you know, close, close to four would be, would be awesome. Uh, you know, if we can get that ground game going just a little bit and and give RG3 a little bit of time, I, I think he can return back to 2012 type numbers.
1: Now let's go off the offense some more with weapons for RG3 and someone who I mentioned during the preview show that you told me was, you know, couldn't have been the best player maybe on offensive playmakers. Crowder seems to be turning some heads and they're saying yeah. he may take some snaps away from Roberts at the slot. And with Sheriff, you know, kind of slowly developing, maybe Crowder could potentially be the top rookie. Like I said, maybe
2: he could be for for the Skins. That that very well could be. And 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 you well, know, well, you were
1: laughing at me when I said it at the time.
2: Well, yes, I, I guess, but like I, I'm laughing because you're comparing a a you know a a, a player that well, yeah, dar- someone who blots, to someone who can actually make plays and scores. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. There's no going to be top ten play for someone blocking. You know. You know, look at him holding his ground. Mm -hmm. No, but there will be a top 10 player for one-handed catches. So you're comparing apples and oranges in a sense. Uh, You know, you'd have to really ask coaches. You'd have to talk to the coaches and say, hey, look, at the end of the season, you know, who was more of an impact player? You know, was it Sheriff in the trenches or was it Crowder making big plays? And, you know, and they'll be able to give you a little bit more more information. But, you know, ESPN isn't just going to be showing highlights of Sheriff blocking people unless it's, you know, unless it is J.J. Watt and he holds him to zero sacks. You know that that would be something completely different, but uh, you know it's just it's hard to compare those two—an offensive lineman to a wide receiver. uh, You know, in terms of who's going to be the biggest rookie impact, just because offensive linemen don't get as much credit, you know, possibly as they should.
1: All right, but in terms of the offense, I mean Crowder—you know him—developing as a slot man. I heard you know Jones is doing pretty good. Chris Thompson is showing up. But let's get to a question mark. I feel like people don't really talk about it's a tight end position. Niles Paul's hurt. You know, you got the starting job when he gets hurt. Jordan Reed, once again, could be out for quite a while. I mean, what do you do with the tight end position? I mean, yeah, Niles Paul came on last year, but I don't really see him as an elite guy. I felt like Jordan Reed could have been that elite guy. I felt like, you know, he has all the tools. Kid just can't stay healthy. There's been rumors circling around about Chris Cooley wanting to come back here. No. You wouldn't sign, resign Chris Cooley at all? No. Nope. No?
2: No. Uh, I don't, You know, despite whatever his friends are telling him, uh, you know, I need to be careful with, with what I say, uh, whatever some of the, the other announcers are saying on, on ESPN, you know, I'm not convinced that Chris Cooley can come back and, you know, and, and, and play in the NFL, you know, the way, the way he once was, you know, as a very good blocking tight end, sure handed tight end, you know, great playmaker. You know, I just think he's been out of the game for just a little bit too long, gotten a little bit older, you know, I, you know. I don't think you do it. I I would not want the Redskins to do that. I would rather them have a a more secure way of going about their business instead of kind of being out on a whim and saying, okay, we're gonna we're gonna bring back one of our one of our roots here, Mister Cooley. You guys all know him. Woo! Yay! We're so happy Cooley's back. But is that really the smartest play? In my opinion, I say no. Uh, so I I would not like to see that.
1: Well, um, one of our. Uh, viewers in the chat stand just said that the Russians will get the ball first. So we'll get a good – and we'll give you updates here. I'm sure they're watching the game, but we'll talk about sure. it as we see it live mm-hmm. here on NFL.com.
2: Are we going to stick around for RG3's first drive here, Shai? <laughs> to, really, <laughs> to really criticize? Is that what you want to do? Yeah, is that what you're well, hanging around I wanna, for? I I'm jump hoping on, we can cut. I want to jump <laughs> on
1: to what uh, James said. We what need James a TV in here is what we need. Yeah, we need yeah, a TV. Um, what James said, and he mentioned someone about um, filling the void for a rack bow. course, went to Tennessee. You know, hopefully it works out for us. I hope it does. Mm-hmm. But how do you fill that void? Yes, they signed the guy from the Saints, Gillette, but we don't yeah. But we don't know if he's gonna be suspended. There's a problem. Okay. And if he is, right. we discussed this during the NFC preview show. Their linebacker depth, it's not that good. You have Trent Murphy, you have, you know, Keenan Robinson, Pat Riley, but after Kerrigan and Gillette, what do you have after that? That's the problem. I mean you have Preston, um, what's the guy's name from Mississippi say they got Smith?
3: Uh, so. Yes. Have yeah, they converted him to linebacker? The, the linebacker like, they got from Arkansas late in the draft.
1: Yeah, he, but that's another rookie, though, besides well, rookie stuff. Yeah, but they don't, what I'm saying is they don't have depth behind Kerrigan and Gillette to where one of these guys go down. You know, they're saying, oh, you know, the front seven is good. Yeah, you know, you have pot roasting them on the front line, but what about behind them? I really don't, I think their depth, that's where you're going to see them hurting because they, the, the defensive batch, they improved on the depth there, but they're sure. taking a lot of hits, though, during. You had Hall go down, Breland's suspended, Emerson's been hurt. So they took some hits on that. Yeah, but because of the signings, they were able to. Well, Bre-
2: Breland hurt himself too. Yeah, yeah that's what uh, I said yeah. Breland suspended. But, that's, but, that's what this game is for. To but the find at the linebacker depth—that's what's worrying me the most—is going to be the well, linebackers well, well, for this team. You're right, Trey. There, we'll I, see. I have no way to to combat that. It's it's it's, it's we'll wait and see. I think you're yeah. right. I think we are a little bit soft there, and and you know we need to see something. And and all I can say is I I hope we can we, we can show something.
1: All right. Well, we gotta hope we see some now. The defensive backfield. Let's go with them on that during training camp. Hall got hurt. Brillion got hurt. Emerson's hurt. The guy they got from the Seahawks is hurt. Um, Col- the Culliver?
2: Yeah, Chris he's Oliver. hurt.
1: I mean, they had a a wide receiver, an undrafted wide receiver. They had convert over. I think even I even hear somewhere Deshaun was even practicing a little bit of cornerback because they were hurt so bad.
2: Uh, I maybe I, I, I don't, mean I, I don't read too much in you can't read well, obviously so much Deshaun's not going
1: to play. But I'm just saying these these injuries you know you it's, you hurt because you want to see these guys develop. But I'm saying I feel like the rest is the injury bug is hitting them and it's hitting them pretty hard with certain players.
2: Well, I don't think anything's been season ending, so that you know. Well, that, no, no, that, no that's not, good. Obviously,
1: um, but you yeah. want to get these guys worked during training camp though. If you're gonna, gonna
3: sure. Get with the injury bug, this is not a bad time to get hit with it. Because you have time. There you, you go. Right RG3
1: completed his first pass there for we nine go. Yards. Okay. yards. Here's the thing for RG3, as we mentioned Deshaun, is I think what bothers me most about Deshaun being hurt is is I really don't think RG3 and Deshaun really got that much playing time together last season. That's true, yeah. And G- that's a lot of time. I think a lot of skin fans can agree that we're really hoping that these guys connected well during the preseason. Like RG3, he knew what our song could do. He already had him. Yeah. But he didn't get a chance to do... Deshaun, because as soon as he came back, he was benched quickly.
2: True, as he came
1: back, yeah, I think that's what's gonna
2: hurt. There's a lot of question marks. You're you're right. There's there's a lot of question marks. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know, we'll just have to wait, wait, wait and see. What do you want me to say? Yeah, they're gonna, that they're gonna be awesome. You know, well, no, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Do you think
1: this will hurt them a little bit with Deshaun being out in terms of chemistry? Because you know, you always talk about a wide receiver and his quarterback. Do you think maybe not not a setback, but you think maybe it would have been beneficial if Deshaun would have been able to stay to where they could finally get to work for each other?
2: I, I think I think it could, but I would I would like. You know, we'll have to really wait and see how much they really do during during the, the preseason. You know, we'll wait and see exactly, you know, how many times they're gonna take shots, how much time RG3 is gonna play, how much time Deshaun is gonna play. Uh you, you know, this is this is the NFL. And and sure, we could be a little bit of the laughing stock of the NFL. But come week one, I, I would expect these guys, this is their job. They they're gonna be ready to go that they will be ready to go and I think their chemistry will be there. I think they'll work hard enough if they want to win football games. They'll they'll stay stay long enough and say, "Hey, look, I'm going to keep throwing 50-yard fade routes to you until we just get it down every, every single time." Like I I think they will be fine. I think they'll be good.
1: I'm going to stop you right there and I don't think you guys will ever be considered the laughing stock because there's a team called the Oakland Raiders so you guys are fine with that.
2: And another team in Tennessee I know of that.
1: We're not the laughing. We got Marietta. <laughs> oh,
2: there it is, folks. And Marcus Vitru. Good night. You had to throw it in. Good night. Had to be thrown in.
1: The logo last year for us well I think the Colts had the suck for luck. We had the suck for duck campaign.
2: Oh jeez.
1: But um, I mean, RG three. We just saw in the chat, you know, Josh just dropped a deep ball and another miss. So you know, they're gonna have to punt on their first drive. You right. know. They but they were pretty. You know, Morris had a good couple of carries for five, you know, fifteen yards. So Morris is moving the ball. Yeah, good. Uh, another quick update is someone who's looking really good down in Miami is Tannehill's four for four so far for forty six yards. So Tannehill, okay, you know, I, you know, we'll see how he does this yeah. year. But let's go with the rest. Let's go with um something I think really hurt them last year besides defense was. They got to improve on the special team. Was terrible. Yeah, that's okay, that's so the uh, you knew where I was going with oh, yeah. that. Didn't you? special team was horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My thing is, you bring in the Sean. You saw what he did against with Philly. Why did you not put him back there to maybe because he's a he's a game changer? I
2: think we just well. I mean,
1: but honestly, you do not want him to get hurt because of anything. Like
2: but, here's the thing, you, you can't expect many offensive like special teams touchdowns and like you know. Th- That all, in my opinion, is more like charity. But what you have to be able to do is stop other people from doing it. Like our defensive special teams was a joke. You know, sure, our offensive special teams wasn't that good, but it's not like we like dropped, you know, had tons of turnovers and dropped tons of balls. We just didn't. Improve our field position virtually any, and our offense right. didn't do anything. But defensively, we gave up tons of touchdowns on kickoffs, on punts. Well, you go back Weird, two Terrible years ago. defensive special teams. I
1: know this is two years ago, but it's been for a while now. That game, that crappy game condition against the chance.
2: I City, was I was there for one of the lowest seated Redskins games. Was that the Kansas City one? That was it. was where just, just where McCluster was, just had two back. It was terrible. Yeah, and he ran two back. Yeah, but our I don't special think anything was, ever
1: beats the Monday Night Massacre. Uh,
2: yeah, that's true. That, that nothing was, beats
1: the Monday Night Massacre,
2: but. <laughs> we don't want Deshaun hurt either and so True.
1: but I feel like you know let's say you're down let's say 21-7 you need a spark I feel like if you put Deshaun back there you know he's one game change away to where it's 21-14 and that's momentum because I mean we saw what we did against the Giants the very last play of the I, game I think you're absolutely
2: right in terms of changing field position we can put him yeah. in and be like hey look get us 20 yards you know get us whatever you can but, and teams are scared now
3: of remember what you were just talking about earlier OK, the, the the special teams. The, so you look at the punt return. They weren't the best at blocking for the guy for the punt returner. So therefore, do you put Deshaun back there and he gets the ball and all of a sudden they miss a block and now he's doing a Hail Mary? Or you, you just have to live with what you have.
2: Go with it. Hope something breaks. And I think a lot of times if you put Jackson back there they're really gonna angle punts away. It's not gonna you know? get to him. Yep. not now people, you know, people know, you know, ask the Giants fans at, you know, mm-hmm. that that one Monday night game, people know not to not to give him the ball anymore. And so, um, you know, there th- there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of, you know, mind games and uh you know things you gotta do when it comes to special teams. And uh yeah. um, you know it's just it's hard to really you know really say if you put Jackson back there, it's 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 gonna magically you know magically change. You uh, it can't it can't hurt. Granted, uh, but I just I, I wonder if if it's worth the possible injury you know or or concussion that that may come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wonder about that. I would much rather have him healthy for a sixty yard go route because RG three can get him the ball. Uh, you know versus you know we need you to save us on special teams. Uh, you know i I'd, I'd I'd much rather see him. Offensively, on the on the field with the offense versus you know versus back there catching punts.
1: All right, now here I'm coming with another RG three question: Is God forbid he gets hurt? Do you trust your backups enough? Because I've heard nothing out of camp but just horrible, horrific things about uh, Cousins and um, Colt McCoy. I mean McCoy, everyone said he's mentally there, physically he's not, and Cousins, I think Cousins is mentally not there because when he throws an interception, you can see him; he's just. Those throws it He's right done. to the defense. Yeah, done. So, I mean, how do you feel as a fan if, you know, let's say RG 3 has one of these injuries, how do you feel as a fan to where, do you feel comfortable to where one of these two guys to step in and help you guys out, or do you feel like, at quarterback, your death is not good? Not good. RG 3 goes down, you guys are in trouble again. We're done. You're done.
2: Uh, he is our best chance to win. That's why he starts. If he goes down... We deal with Cousins, mm-hmm. and we deal with McCoy. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Uh, you know, and, and so many fans are quick to jump off the RG3 and jump on it, and, oh, we need to play RG3, and, now oh, we need to bench him and put Cousins in. And, if, you know, if RG3 has, like, a bad quarter, it you know, it goes up and down so quickly. But people need to understand RG3 is our best chance to win. Like, he really is. Uh, you know, I know sometimes it's not the prettiest thing, and I know it can, it can be frustrating, but he is our best chance to win football games. Better than Cousins at this point and better than McCoy at this point. Um, so, no, I do not feel comfortable at all if RG3 goes down. Um, you know, we don't have that kind of depth at the quarterback position whatsoever.
1: All right. RG3 has... You guys drove 4-12. He has a bad year. What do you do? Do you try to... Write, do you try to salvage some of these draft picks and maybe give them the one more year? Or are you... Taking the ship and going, send somewhere else, putting him on a lifeboat and say try somewhere else.
2: That, that all depends on his on his numbers and and his health. You know, did he mm-hmm. did he stay healthy and was he productive? If he was healthy and productive, I say, hey, look, we hold on to him. We need to figure out why we're losing football games. If it's special teams, if it's defense, then we need to draft that. So it really just depends on what his numbers are looking like. like if he has average numbers, that makes this even more tricky. You know, but if he's got some some pretty solid numbers that are that are like, you know what. This is starting to turn around possibly a little bit. You know, let's let's see if maybe we can get them like a little extension. Now, I know that would be hard to work with when it comes to RG3 trying to, you know, negotiate a contract that isn't going to, uh, you know, isn't going to kind of sell the farm. But, uh, you know, it, it kind of just needs to be something that, that you got to look at numbers, health, uh, and also reasons why we're, we're losing football games.
1: We have a question from James, and Brad, I'm going to let you take this one also, you, Coach. Okay. If trades present themselves for RG3, do you take a realistic look at revamping your team in terms of trading RG3? Do you do that? Um, coach, let's go with you. You've been quiet so far. Well, right?
3: if, if you have to, is it the right trade?
1: Let's say, it, that's what James, give me give me something you'd want RG3 for. Give me, give me an example. What yeah, you have to for. make sure. Hey, it,
2: I'll is answer it this quickly. James, Go ahead. I say yes. Uh, look at what Gruden did with Andy Dalton. Um, you know, Andy Dalton isn't the most spectacular talent. Uh, you know, granted he has won a lot of football games, uh, but you know, would you would you necessarily take Andy Dalton over RG three, or would you kind of classify him as pretty pretty dang close in terms of who who really wants him? Does anyone really want Andy Dalton, and does anyone really want RG three? maybe but maybe not really I think if 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 it's possible that Gruden can get a quarterback like what he had in Dalton who you know is is just kind of efficient you know isn't going to be going to be crazy isn't going to be kind of a a a mental case sometimes like Archie 3 is isn't flashy no if they can get a quarterback situation that fits Gruden's plan you know that that he kind of helped nurture Dalton with I think we have just as much firepower as Cincinnati had, you know, we got Alf Morris, who, who's a stud. And I think we have more balanced receivers. Now, granted, A.J. Green is a beast, but we have a little bit more balance in terms of where we can hit you. We don't have to just keep throwing jump balls to A.J. Green. Uh, you know, we can hit you with Deshaun Jackson, a couple of shots with uh, Garcon. You know, I, I think if there's a trade option where we can get a quarterback that is more suited towards Gruden's offense, personally, I say yes.
1: I'm going to go with you, too. Get some draft pitch for him if you can.
2: Draft picks. You're not going to uh, get high draft picks. Probably not high draft picks, but if we can get a quarterback that is is just geared a little bit more towards the system, towards you know getting the ball into the hands of the receivers more efficiently. Um, and I'm not I'm not putting it all on RG3. Our offensive line is a lot to blame as well. Yep. Um, you know I I say we go for the trade. You know and and a lot of it is because I wonder about the health of RG3 as well.
1: James's comment that if Chip Kelly had RG3, he would be perfect for Chip Kelly's team. What do you think?
2: Hmm. I think, I think yes, in a sense, because if you look at his 2012 year, it was a lot of dink and dunk stuff, a lot of quick hitters. Uh, and we ran the ball extremely well. Uh, so I, I, a lot of Oregon type plays, It's a lot of Oregon type plays. And I, and I, I agree with James in that sense, but especially now that RG three has been even more dinged up. I just wonder if he tries to run the ball at all in chip Kelly's type type scheme. How long is that going to last uh, un, until he has another kind of setback, misses four games? You know, I, I just wonder, I, I think he'd have games that would be absolutely incredible. But I think the the risk in that system would be very, very dangerous for RG3 in terms of uh, in terms of getting an injury.
1: Well, just touchdown for. Cleveland, they went down the field. I don't know how many of the first string. Kerrigan obviously wasn't out there. Today. Yeah, he's not playing tonight no. yet. So, but instead, but still, some of the guys out there, they just went right down the field and scored. seven. It's probably going to be seven nothing. Cleveland. Oh, well, good work defense. Yeah, but um, James hey, answers the you know, question. Yeah, <laughs> I think we could use some defensive.
2: Okay, there we go. <laughs> Does that answer your question about the defense. We're not blaming Rg three anymore. We're keeping him.
1: And Hall is playing, Culver's playing, so you got them out. You got your DBs out there. All so. your
2: guys who who you thought were hurt from all this yeah. training camp stuff are out there playing. And they I don't know. Guys, okay, well, I don't, they all didn't do too good. Okay, I don't know if they're fine, but they're at least on the field. <laughs> hey. after nine days, you're. You know what? After healed. Tennessee
1: plays tomorrow, I know you're gonna call and burn me on how they do. So yeah, right so ahead. we have
2: another show tomorrow night. No, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> okay. I gotta work tomorrow from two to ten. <laughs> But we'll put, they just we'll put your Titans on Blast. See how you feel.
1: That's fine. All right. <laughs> but here's the thing for RG3. If he gets hurt any point in the season, he misses four games or more. Is that it? Is he done in, as a rescue quarterback?
2: I say we don't resign him. I say we we pursue other options. We definitely try to trade yep. him. If 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 he can't stay healthy again, you you can't keep anticipating that that he's gonna be back and you can't keep game planning seasons, you know, with someone who 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 who's not there? Uh so I think you do have to say, okay, this ship has sunk. Uh, you know, sadly, that's the way it is. Uh, you know, so if he can't stay healthy, if he can't prove that his body is 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 NFL caliber, uh, then then we're gonna have to say uh, goodbye, I would think.
0: Yeah, it definitely feels like yeah. it's the last his last kind of try, like the bubble's about to burst. That.
1: I forgot all about Hatchard. It's oh, like yeah, he's Jason been Hatcher. so quiet. He's like, a beast. I guess because they figured with all the other guys that have come in, on um, he's just been very quiet. Of course, he's did a false start, but anyway. <laughs> but, I mean, as, as it's, every week we're going to keep talking more and more rest and talk. We're going to keep it going, talk about how every game goes. Next week, you know, we'll be able to break down the first game. Obviously, we saw the first defense, but we'll be able to break down the games, who looked good. Sure. But real pick from, from you two real quick, besides the RG3 and anyone else, who's the number one player you want to watch tonight? What rookie, if you're a rookie or something, me personally, I want to watch Ryan Grant, the wide receiver. Well, he's, I want to see what this is his second year, but I want to see what he does tonight. Okay. I want to see you know if he if they stay out there more than the first team, you know what he can bring to the table. Maybe as another as a fourth guy or something going on, because obviously you know I know you have Garcon, Rob, Rob, excuse me, Garcon, Deshaun, and you have Roberts, Crowder and Grant all in that little crowd. I yeah. want to see from those three guys who emerges as the guy and also a backup tight end because Reed and. Paul hurt. Who's going to come out? But mostly Paulson. Grant. Yeah, Paulson. Yeah, yes. But I want to see who's going to emerge from this third tier wide receiver, to who's going to be a third man. Um, Brad, who are you looking for tonight?
2: I'm definitely looking for 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 a rookie player, and that and that slot receiver possession or position is uh is very very interesting to watch, but also. I want to see this Matt Jones guy. I want him to get the football, and I want to see if he's ready to truck some people. Oh, yeah. So,
1: you like what he did to um Houston? I, I know.
2: <laughs> I saw him going hard on Houston. I, I want to see him with the Rock and see if he can be kind of a change of pace back where, you know, sparks something in the offense, you know, third and three, and he just mows people over, gets the first down, you know, k- keeps the drive going, and, and, we, and we beat Dallas with a field goal. You know, that's the type of stuff I want to see from uh from him, you know, and Crowder tonight. I, w- I just want to see them try and... You know, try and be spectacular. you know try and try, try and show a lot of life and be amped up and and you know and try and make some big plays. I want to see what both them have to bring to the table tonight with a lot of energy.
3: Coach. well, I, I would like to look on the defensive side Trent Murphy. Yeah, you know, they bring in Gillette. They sign him because he's an outside rusher. Well Murphy played that position last year yeah. towards the end. Now, let's see if Murphy can produce a little bit more than what he did last year. And that way, like you talked earlier, if Gillette gets suspended for a game or so, you have Trent Murphy who's going to have to play there. Yeah. So he has to show something tonight that will solidify his position, or they look for another 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 person.
2: Sure.
1: Off right. that outside. Okay. We'll come back next week and we'll see how all our players did. Um, the big announcement that I talked about on Facebook is, as you see, all you know, you've seen every week we've done the show in here. Um, coming up in the near future, we're trying to get the dates set out everywhere. We will be broadcasting our show live from a sports bar, a little wing place. I'm not going to announce the name yet. I'm going to keep it anonymous. I'm going to keep the little secret going. But the announcement is We will be doing actually a live show. Well, this is live, but an actual show somewhere where you can come out and join us, right? Have some drinks, have some wings,
2: interact with the fans, interact
1: with us. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we'll get some 50 50 raffles going, you know, stuff like that. You know, you can ask us questions. I said maybe getting it going, <laughs> <laughs> ask us questions. You know, we're gonna do a fantasy show beforehand, so come out, ask us questions, interact with us. We'll give you the microphone. You can be on camera with us. Mm-hmm. So that's the big announcement we have. And Paul, you know, I'm sure he's trying to get everything worked out. You know, our producer over here, the man.
0: Yeah, it's looking good. It's, we've got the approval already, so we just got to work it out with the the management there. But we're thinking about also doing, uh, we're definitely, did you already say when?
1: Like what day? Try to go and just tell them. Well, just say. We'll, we're, the big day that we're going to be doing this on for the Surefire, you know, not the practice episode, but the first Surefire show, which is going to be from 530 to 730, it's going to be. NFL kickoff Thursday, right before the Patriots and the Steelers kick off their game at 8 o'clock. We will be broadcasting live. Right. Am I allowed to say the place? Uh, if, yeah if you want to from Buffalo Wings and Beer in Germantown it's right in the Kingsview Shopping Center right next to the Giants that's Buffalo Wings and Beer yep. NFL kickoff Thursday from 5.30 to there we will be broadcasting live come on out from Beatles. there join us out for some come wings some come beers yep. buy us some drinks maybe if you like it enough <laughs> <laughs> throw us
3: some drinks <laughs> couple a shots, a drink of shots of water or something that's a lot
1: but that's the big announcement is that we are doing that we're going to try to do that maybe a couple times a season maybe for some special restings games or right. whatnot mm-hmm. maybe a Nationals playoff game maybe we'll get out there or something that's not a bad idea, but come out and join us for the football game. You know, just it's going to be a great mm-hmm. time, and it's going to be something new.
0: Yeah, we're working so we're we're kind of ironing out all the details out now. So, um, it looks pretty much 99% uh, a, a done deal. Uh, but we're also going to be doing one, uh, some more maybe one or two of the preseason games just to kind of see, uh, check everything out and see, make sure we don't run into any bugs on the big day.
1: So, we will be announcing what preseason games we're going out there. Most likely, it'll probably be tried for a Redskins preseason game beforehand, but. Anyway, when we're out there, come out. The wings there are great. I love it. Paul loves it. I'm sure yeah. Brad's ever been there. He yeah, loves it. it's great food. Great Prices for beer. I know we got people who like to drink yeah. out there. Oh yeah, staff yes. is
2: great. It's lots good. of lots it's of TVs. Time. It's friendly a great atmosphere. Yeah, friendly, friendly atmosphere. atmosphere. It's great. It's right. a good
1: sports bar. It's,
2: yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, yes. um,
1: it's very hidden and it's a little hidden, little hidden gem. I think of German Tiger. You always get the Buffalo Wild Wings and yeah. Hooters. No, come out the Buffalo Wings and beer. You'll enjoy with us. You'll get to see us live. You can finally meet us. Talk to us. Ask us questions. Right. Come out. We want you to come out. We want you to be there. So please <laughs> look for that. Look for when we're going to do it. What time? Yeah. But be prepared for our NFL Kickoff Thursday. We will be out there from five thirty to seven thirty. We'll run our fantasy show for thirty minutes, and then from six seven thirty, we're going to talk Redskins. Maybe we get some Ravens talk. All the local teams. Preview the season again. Talk about the Steelers and Patriots. Just come out, ask questions, enjoy some wings, enjoy yeah. some beer, enjoy some good times with some good people. So
0: yeah. So just uh, if you you know go ahead and and uh, follow us on Twitter. It's at Type Sports Talk, and we'll be shooting out all the details and days and times and everything like that again. Uh, also. I'll do my little plug here, but also just check us out on, uh, on the website. It's talk.com. You'll find updates there as well. And, uh, shoot us or emails, talk at gmail.com. So, um, and also on Facebook, I'm sure all this stuff will be on Facebook too. So give us a, uh, like us on Facebook, give us, uh, some shout outs, uh, and you guys on in the chat room right now, go ahead and hit that little like button and subscribe button, uh, while you're watching We'd appreciate it. Um, I guess that's pretty much did I miss anything I yeah don't think you I know miss-
2: what thank you guys for sticking with us we had some technical yeah. difficulties yeah, and, thank you. And, and thank you guys in the chat room for for sticking with us and commenting and interacting, commenting and interacting. that was yep. that was yeah. great so we appreciate it come yeah. back
1: every Thursday at 7 but like I said we'll keep you updated on what time the shows are going to be for these specials they'll probably be earlier yeah. than 7 obviously if we do let's say next week there in the rest play obviously we're going to do an earlier show because we can't be going in between the rest right. they're yeah. going to cut us off on the headphones <laughs> and put, <Yeah>. put <laughs> their <laughs> game on but Mute. like I said keep if you want to follow us on when we're going to be doing stuff look at the Twitter look at the Facebook right look at everything I'm gonna put everything out I've been working are these shows come out support us yep it's I mean it's, it's gonna be a great time with us we want to see you out there we want to interact with you guys like the chat room today thank you we love stuff like that yeah
2: yeah mm-hmm. just look for the one guy in a Titans jersey <laughs> 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 could that be? are so, we uh are we
0: wrapping this thing up we
1: are Paul take it away buddy oh I
0: just
2: did I you just did, my, did. My, so I, I, did did my, did I guess we are going to just day. wrap it up so
1: everyone thank you for listening tonight we really enjoyed it Yeah. Uh,
0: This is not the the regular song we play
1: out. No, but the thing thing with the internet, I don't know what happened. We hardly ever lose internet here, so it's usually a good stream. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right. (laughs) But uh, thanks again for listening. We appreciate everyone in the chat room. James, thank you for being the big man in the chat room. Brad's sister was in there. Yep. Uh, Stan, thank you for everyone that was watching. Thank you for staying with us for the 10-minute delay. So for myself, for Paul, Brad, Coach, Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. And let's hopefully next week, the Nationals will be back in
2: first place. Come on, Nats. Let's go. Let's go. See ya. Have a good weekend.